Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. I won't keep you very long today, but I really feel like God has reached in this place and is reaching in this place to encourage some people to lift up your head. and As the psalm says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Lord Jesus, speak to us today. God, speak into our hearts and lives and minds. Jesus, help us, O God, to, God, to walk away with our head lifted high and to be encouraged. Oh, God, continue this work that you're doing in these lives. In Jesus' name, there is therefore no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. In the book of, uh, of John, John chapter, John chapter 8, we find the story and it was Jesus, it says, Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning He came into the, again into the temple, and all the people came unto Him, and He sat down and taught them. Here in this passage, I find it interesting that Jesus came in to teach. But the story doesn't tell us what he taught. Why is that? Well, there was a situation that was going on, you might say, in the church house. There was a lady who didn't even, by her own mindset, think or probably want to be there. She had committed grave sin. She had got herself in trouble. And she, she didn't come saying, Jesus, I'm sorry, or Jesus, uh, I need help. No, she had been committing adultery. And, and, and the men came in and, and drug her out and drug her in before Jesus and laid her there. And so it tells us that Jesus came in the temple and sat down and taught them. But there's not much teaching that can occur without first reaching. Oh, we can, we can go ahead and we can go through Romans and Galatians and Ephesians and Colossians and, and talk about all the great details of the Bible, but when somebody is suffering and hurting, when somebody is in a bad way, when you are in a bad way, you just need an encounter with Jesus. Oh, can we go ahead? Somebody give him a hand clap. We just need an encounter with Jesus. And so in the middle of his lesson, the religious leaders, those are the ones that Jesus often rebuked, they brought in unto him this woman caught in the very act of her sin. And her sin was punishable by death. It was punishable by being stoned to death. Relax, nobody's going to get hit with any rocks today. But we did sing earlier about, I won't let the 
rocks cry out. And as we sing that song, I thought on this message, and I won't let the rocks cry out. They came before Jesus, and, and they begin to tell about her sin. And they referenced the, the Old Testament, that, hey, what, what should happen to her here? You know, what, what, what should happen, Jesus? What should happen? She should be stoned to death. You know what that was? A convenient truth. A convenient truth. Now, I know some people use that phrase with reference to the environment. But the enemy likes to use it in reference to your life. He likes to come along and, and, and speak to you and say you're a loser. Your life is messed up. Look at what you've done. Look, look at where you're at. Where is God in your life? And, and he begins to cast stones at you. In her situation, where was the other person that was party to the sin? See, both of them were to be brought before, and under the law, both of them would be stoned to death. Yet the, the, the people that made accusations said, oh, well, we're just going to pick on your situation. We're just going to, lady, we're going to bring you out. And you know that happens today. Who's ever felt like, man, why am I always getting the brunt of it? And, 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 it, and everything is coming against me, and they're all looking at me for, for my wrongs and my sins and my mistakes and my failures, and I'm the low person in life, and yet... Yet, these people over here get away with everything. Can I get a witness for that? Maybe some of you were caught in a crime or a sin, and you did wrong, and, and the other people got away. Well, when it comes to Jesus Christ, I would rather be caught in my sin and brought before Jesus than to stay where I am at. Oh, they thought they were bringing Him bringing her to Jesus for Him to judge her against the law. Oh, but Jesus came and He brought grace and truth. Oh, He brought the truth. And today I'm talking to you about the truth is. The truth is. And, and so they brought to Him. He brought truth. Oh, He spoke a greater truth into her life. Not that convenient truth that likes to echo into your mind everything that can go wrong and how everything's going to fall apart for you and all the sin in your life. The convenient truth of the devil. The enemy would like you to think that your sentence has been decided. He would like you to think that there's no way out and that there's no hope. And so when they stood before Jesus, Jesus sat there and He began to write on the floor. Now there's a lot of people who talk about what did Jesus write. I don't know what He wrote, but I do know that not many people wrote back then. The scribes wrote, but a lot of people didn't write. Writing wasn't a very common thing. Jesus sitting there and writing in the dust is very familiar to the fact that before a judge would issue a sentence, before he would say guilty or not guilty, before he would say, here's what the punishment is, the judge would write out the sentence. Oh, hallelujah, when I read that and I understood it, oh, I began to look at my own life. You see, the enemy's over here. And he's saying, hey, this is what your punishment is. This is what's going to come against you. This is what you're worthy of. And he's looking over. See, there's the judge right there. 
Oh, but the judge has already written your sentence. He's already decided your outcome. You maybe just don't know it yet. Oh, but as Jesus was there that day, he had already decided, here's what I'm going to do with this woman. And so this woman that was caught, Jesus turned to them and the accusers, and he said to them, he who is without sin among you, let him first, um, let him first cast a stone at her. And in those words, the guilt and the shame begin to pour on all those religious leaders, all the accusers. Oh, they begin to walk away one by one. They understood their condition. Oh, I don't know if maybe the reason that man wasn't there that day is because some of them had connection with him. And they were like, we're going to let him get away with this one. I don't know why that they only brought her. I don't know what went through their minds. But they begin to leave as the king of glory stepped into the situation and began to address the accusers. And then the God of the Old Testament spoke. And he said, where are your accusers? Oh, hallelujah. If we could just close our eyes for a moment. I want somebody to get some truth today. Because your accusers have to step away one by one. Oh, the memories that have taunted your life and, and they've poked into your brain and they've told you about your marriage and they've told you about the, the addictions that you had and, and they've displayed to you every wrong. You're in the presence of the Master. And so I ask you, where are your accusers? Because they have to step away one by one. And now... You are face to face with Jesus. With Jesus. In the book of John chapter 1, it began with, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it says, In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not, or could not overcome it. Verse 14, it says, The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And then he tells us in verse 17, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Understand there, the law. Sometimes you've mistaken the law for the truth. Oh, but Jesus came to fulfill the law and he brought grace and truth you know what that is Caitlin that's Jesus leaning over and he's saying yeah I know what the law says but I know what my grace says and the truth is I'm here to bring you out Oh, that's what it says. Daniel, he's saying, I know what the law says. Oh, they'll write it in you and, and they'll tell it to you. But grace and truth came to fulfill it and to bring something that the law in itself never could bring. Deliverance, hope, salvation. And so, Jesus in that moment face to face with this lady, he spoke to her truth. And he goes on, and he stooped again, and he wrote in the ground. And he asked her, he says, where is thy accusers? 
Hath no man condemned thee? And she said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I'm only going to be just a couple more minutes. I'm going to be bringing this to a close. But I want you to understand today, I got these stones. And there's truth that likes to ring into your life that's not the truth. It likes to ring into your, your guilt and shame. But there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And so what I want to leave you with today is let the condemnation grow. Now I know this wasn't the intent of the song, but it said I won't let a stone cry out. And I know that's talking about that he could raise up rocks unto Abraham. But hear me, I don't need a stone of accusation to be the voice in my life. Instead, I'm going to speak up and I'm going to give God glory because there, there is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. Could we stand to our feet? You see, Jesus came and the Word was made flesh. Oh, as the Word rode in the ground that day and He began to speak into her life. Oh, the Word said He was the light. The light that shined in the darkness. Oh, and, and the light shone and began to reveal. You know what it began to reveal? Not that she needed to go to hell, but that she could be set free. That there is no condemnation. Therefore, there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. So could we raise our hands up towards heaven and tilt your face up and begin to talk to Him right now? Jesus... You see every person in this place. God, and you've seen the guilt. And you've seen the shame that, that's wanted to beat down on them. And, and God, to make accusations. But Lord, we stand in your presence. God, we stand in your presence. Lord, and we're ready, God, to let go of the thoughts and the shame and the guilt. God has moved through this place today and He's healed your hearts and He's touched your lives. Some of you maybe didn't let go of some stuff. Many of you did. But I don't want you to pick up any of those stones that the devil would like to throw at you. I don't want you to pick them up and take them with you. But I want you to go ahead and let it all go and not walk out of here today carrying any shame because it's not yours to carry because Jesus is saying neither do I condemn you hallelujah I love you Jesus I love you Jesus I love you Jesus hallelujah Jesus Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to pull you all back up towards the altar today. We've had a great service. 
But I really did feel, rather than the end service, just with our time at the altar, but to let you, to remind you that there is no condemnation. And just like you've seen others reach out today, he goes on in the book of Romans and he says, But if the Spirit, he says, If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. But if the Spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. If you can't without a doubt say today, Jesus has filled me with His Spirit. I want you to know it's for you. And you too can walk away with no condemnation. Because the truth is that the light, the Word, the way, the truth, and the life has come and set you free. Let's just worship Him one more time. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are holy, O God. You are holy. You are holy. As you approach the rest of this week, and as you go through your times, and, and the enemy would like to attack you, I want you to remind him of what Jesus has done in your life, and just who you are to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I want you to take it a step further and recognize that all the people in your life that God has forgiven them to and wants to forgive them and to save them. And their past doesn't have to bind them either. Just as He set you free, so He will set them free. Hallelujah. God bless you. There is no condemnation.